This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. We all remember the big moments in the movies we see, the big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Jade. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata. I am your gracious host. Alongside me, Justin Wajel. Justin, how are you? I'm, I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm good. You doing good? It's yeah. Had a long ass week. Yeah. But here I am. Well, here I big am. Big work week. Catch up on any uh, any pop culture. Big work week. End of the month. A little travel. Lots of driving. You know. What's like a movie that you've seen lately? What successful people do, you know, that kind of Throw me a movie you've seen lately. Um, Sphere. (laughs) Cobra. (laughs) The Jackal. Did you not watch? You did not watch The Jackal. Lone Star. Did you watch? King Kong 1976. Did you watch um, The Jackal with Bruce Willis? And I like it. Did, um... We may do that on here at some point. Like, remind me, I couldn't tell... Does Jack Black keep both arms in that? He does or? fine. He does fine. He's okay? Plays an arms dealer in that? He plays an... Well, um, what about you? I, obviously, you're asking so you could f- tell me about what you've been watching. No, I haven't really. I've been watching NBC's Good Girls. No, I don't. I, I haven't really been watching anything. I started watching the Orville. I wish you would watch freaking Billions. I will. I'll watch the, I, I just have to... That's some. That takes some commitment. Have you seen the Orville? I watched the first episode. So if you guys don't understand what the movie Microscope is about, it's a program where we kind of we zoom in. We dial in deeper and kind of cut through the chase and focus on the smaller moments that make a break, that kind of help define a film. So if I was talking about Lassiter with uh, Tom Selleck, <laughs> might, might I possibly discuss the scene where he builds a Jeep out of acorns and <laughs> drives it? Um, What's, what, can you refresh my memory on Lassiter? You don't remember Lassiter? Uh-uh. Beautiful movie poster. No, can I ask you? Can I, think, I can I ask you to zoom in? Yeah. Is Tom Selleck's character's name Lassiter? Yes. Okay. Yeah. He plays and what's, an, his, and what's he, his last he, name? He plays an animator who uh, molests. <laughs> um. He's Lassiter Smith. Actually, I think I think he plays the one of the. Baddest ass thieves there is. Is he? Is it? Yeah. It's a he's a thief. In Sexy that. ass thief. Heart of, with the heart of fucking gold. Does he um wear like a? Does he wear like a stocking cap, like a no. stocking, like a, over he's his face, but like it no, puffs out because his mustache? No, he's sensational to look at. Does he have a mustache in that one? Of course he does. The movie poster is a 
a work of art, say airbrush painted like a, like an Indiana Jones style poster. Oh, well, he did do an Indiana Jones type movie. Not Lasseter, though. Uh-huh. What was it? Talking about High Road to China? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that what I'm talking about? I don't know. Did he? Tom Selleck? Yeah. He did High Road to China. Bess Armstrong in this. <sighs> I did like that movie back in the day. I right. should do that on the microscope. Sure. So, today we have decided to focus on William Freakin's seminal 1995 epic, Jade, which is... Uh, a movie that most people did not see, uh, but we were happy to multiple times. You've seen you've seen it a lot. I've seen it. I saw it in the theater, mm-hmm. and then I saw it in rapid succession here. Once last week on a whim, which made me realize we need to talk about it, and then just today to prepare for this. Um, nineteen ninety-five. Did you say that? You say yeah. the year? Yeah, you're the Braves won the World Series. You're that I graduated from college. Hmm. Brag. Well, that's what I, that's how I celebrated. Are you? Uh-huh. Okay. I graduated, took off the cap, went straight to the theater Thanks to watch for, this. Yeah, that's a, usually it's supposed to preempt uh, when you do a massive Zoom. So, uh... I had on my, you know, they called it the mortar board. Okay. And, you know, some people write messages. On the top of mine, it said Jade, in parentheses, 1995. Nice. Yeah. William Freakin's most famous film, right? <laughs> um, now, IMDb does plot summaries uh, submitted by users. Now, I'll, I'm going to let you pick. Drug users? There's three of them. Artemis-9 uh-huh. submitted one. Jeremy Perkins, uh-huh. a.k.a. J-26. And then Volker Boheme. That's all, got, got to go with Volker. They all submitted, okay. When the assistant district attorney of San Francisco investigates the mysterious death of an important millionaire, he discovers that the first suspect in this case is a friend of his who is married to an important lawyer who's also his friend. Now, it's difficult for him to to distinguish between what is reality and what should be reality. Do you think, okay. that, do you think that cuts the mustard on the plot? No. Nah. No, I mean it kind of gets it sort of right. You know what the plot though? I the, especially watching it this time. Uh-huh. Plot. <laughs> There's not much. Not much. Well, so certainly someone gets murdered at the beginning. Um, Are you sure? David Crisco investigates, finds that it's connected to his old college girlfriend, who is now married to a friend of his, mm-hmm. a lawyer played by Charles Palminteri, mm-hmm. and his friend is Linda Fiorentino. Okay. Um, and so then they're basically the whole movie is him trying to figure out what really happened, like what what is it, what, are, what everybody's double lives are. I guess it, I don't really know. I think the whole movie is just trying to figure out how to get killed in a car. Anyway, so he certainly investigates. Did you notice that in this? I saw a couple of scenes where yeah. he was doing that at the beginning of the movie. So this movie came about. He's not picking through any ashes, though. Not like Van Damme. No, nobody's got that shit going. Um, at the beginning of this film, it starts out like a movie like this is. This came after Basic Instinct was a hit, right? Esther House, man. Esther House, same writer. Yeah. And the movie kicks off with um, a tour through this, like a palatial estate. All these fertility masks are shown hanging up, um, and then you start hearing like this, these noises, which could either be in a movie like this. 
sex uh-huh. or death, uh-huh. right? Okay. And so they opt for what in this? Uh, I'm, I don't know. Does he make it? Mm-mm. Sex? He gets hatcheted to death. Oh, okay. Now you don't see it till he, he's until Crusoe's on the scene. Then, then you, then you, then see, you do see it. Yeah. He, and 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 um, they're trying to resuscitate him, right? No, <laughs> no. He didn't do it. He didn't make it. He looks like um. What does he look like? He on looks the like wall? Kirk Douglas. Yeah, he is an old guy hanging on the wall. I don't think his bottom half is doing all right. It looks like they cut off some bits. Uh huh. Yeah, it certainly does. But he's naked. Nice. And he's um destroyed. <laughs> he's like hanging like one of his fertility masks, which hey, nice nice job, freaking. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Subtle. Subtle. Yeah. And this movie, that's one thing I would say. Can I zoom in? Yeah. This is a very subtle film. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, first of all, uh, love yeah. the style of this movie. It hasn't aged poorly. It's actually a well-made movie. Really, some really cool decisions. Some very good photography. It doesn't feel dated. Good performances. Not some. Not bad. Some. But the pl- the the script is maybe missing a leg or two. Well, yeah. Or a, bottom, or a bottom half. I found myself surprisingly uh, on board. Yeah. Why? Caruso. Yeah. Caruso I like... is uh, magnetic in this as he usually is. It's good to see Michael being with a mustache. Easily, easily pleased. Yeah, well, obviously. He's looking a little bit like Lassiter in this. Did you you got, notice that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got you got Richard Crenna cursing up a storm. Crenna, there's some... Um, Richard... He gets a special credit, too. You notice that? With oh. Richard. Like, he's the oh, he's esteemed a... addition to the cast. So Richard Crenna, uh, more, most famously, uh, Ra- uh, Rambo's boss... <laughs> Is that is that his Colonel like, Troutman? Yeah, his 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 uh his former commanding officer. Um, he gets some uh, black and white uh, sex photos in this that he. It I looks like he's having a good time. It look well. No, it looks like he's never. I mean, I'm gonna put it out there. It looks like he's never acted in a sex photo shoot before. <laughs> it looks very uncomfortable. Yeah, not mo- not many people have. Um, he looks he looks awkward. He looks awkward. He does. He's very naked. So is Angie Everhart. Mm-hmm. I don't. You think that's her? Well, it has to be. Well, there. Mind if I zoom in? Mm-hmm. They use a body double. Did they really? Yeah. For Everhart, at least for the the scene where she's injured in the hospital later on. Well, they probably used a. a uh, I imagine they might have used a body double in those those pictures as well because her hair's hanging over her face, and that's usually. But she was she was a playmate. Was she? You zoomed in. I've got that issue. Really? You still have it? I have, I have, I have the collection of yeah celebrity. Let's take a time out. Let's see it. <laughs> it's a good issue. It's got her. It's got Stephanie Seymour. It's got. I get it. Farrah Fawcett. What are you talking about? The Playboys. It's like the super. Oh, so it's like a it's like a it's greatest a collection hits? of the great yeah the greatest hits. Is Richard Crenna in there? No, but I was going to tell you Bob Balaban. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Did uh. So she was a she was maybe that's just her one her one. Uh, I think that's I think you see I think it's her body in the uh, in the sex scenes, but in the where she's on the table injured. I don't know if that's. Right I gotta there. apologize to the listeners. We should know this. When it when is it her body and when is it not? Well, it doesn't specify in my in my research, but she did at the last minute decide to use a body double for her big full frontal nude scene, which is when she's hampered on the table. So in the medical, you know, they say about Angie Everhart. What? Body double on the sheets, destroyed on the streets. 
They didn't. Funny thing is that she didn't use a body double in that. Scene. <laughs> um, can I tell you? You know, you talk about that scene early on in the movie where they're zooming going through the house. Yeah. I am a damn dead, 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 dead sucker. Okay. For any <laughs> any scenes Jerry where, where <laughs> Mel Tillis, where um, the person in question is photoshopped in with a celebrity. I'm a sucker. <laughs> sucker time. You see, you zoom through the house as little Ronald Reagan. I think there's some Nancy Reagan. There might oh. be some Margaret Thatcher. I noticed that as well. I have to go through my. I did write some notes. There's one. With, there's one where it's with Bill Nunn. <laughs> but uh, but um, that's amazing. Have they ever got that right? They have. They perf- they've perfected CGI incredibly. The only time they've ever gotten it right was in a Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah, where because it was. The actual young Clint Eastwood with the celebrities. Oh, they but he right. was playing. I think it was Space Cowboys or something, where there's a, a picture of I think one of those fucks, younger selves with some celebrity, uh-huh. and it was those that person was famous then, so it's probably just a photo of them with that celebrity. Right. And then uh, that and Forrest Gump, those two. That and yeah, and Alien Resurrection. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Did you, the one with the xenomorph hugging Charles Kuralt. <laughs> now you mentioned Bill Nunn. Yeah. Who was in a movie. He's with, in several with Linda Fiorentino. Before this was why Linda Fiorentino's in this movie as the character, I guess Jade. Okay, but um, zoom in. I'm just saying that she was incredible in this. The, the Last Seduction, which was just the movie she's in with Bill Nunn. Um, my out. favorite, my favorite in that series. Well, uh, there was a Last Seduction too, by the way. Did you ever see it? She was not in it. Was Berg in it? No. Was Bill Nunn in it? De Niro. No, oh. nobody was in it. Um, uh, somebody was Jane Seymour, maybe Sonny Landon. Somebody like that's in it. Okay. Um, but you know, she was so good. That, that movie's kind of she plays a femme fatale or whatever in that, and and so she kind of got Jade from that. She's amazing in Last Seduction. In this, she doesn't get much to do. She's kind of you know, Crusoe's obviously front and center the whole whole time, and he's investigating whether she killed this person or not and in investigation she figure he figures out that she has a double life she goes by this character named Jade that is sleeping around on her husband and um, it's supposed to be very very um, intensely sexual I guess like does everything mm-hmm. as Angie Everhart later her character says I know what her character's name is we can we can refer to Angie Everhart as this character's name from what, now on what is that? It's a very common name, Patrice Jacinto. That's right. It's a great name. <coughs> Car Patty. And what's uh, Jade's name? Katrina. Yeah, is it Katrina? Not Katrina. Katrina. Katrina and the Jade. How about how about the blood color in that scene? So we're talking about the beginning. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm skipping all around. Um, it looks orange. It's bright as tooth. I'm not a fan. No, no, no. No. No, I want that cat bitch in it. Is here. this gonna be? How does that to deal? He's gonna be hammering at that door. Um, I don't need him rubbing with me right now. So my first note actually is doctored photo with Reagan political <laughs> figure. So I, we had the same yeah. observation. Um, <sighs> okay. Yeah. So I have I have I have a little note about a weird line that I pulled out from the beginning after when the crew descends upon the crime scene. Okay. And they're trying to figure things out. All right. Somebody says, maybe you pull this one out too. Let's print the toilet. I think Crusoe says this. He says, let's print the toilet 
toilet seat. tank. Toi- Maybe he took a leak. Yeah. He didn't say seat. He says, right. let's print the toilet tank. And then and the lady corrects him. Or she. That's what she said? Or she, Donna Dixon so, says. Throwing in the... And she, viewer, there might be a woman killer. But... After but he, all, basic instinct. So then I started thinking, like, how... In the history of taking peas and, you know, taking a pee, taking a you pee. Don't, you don't hold the toilet tank when you piss them? I hold it with both arms, like like it's never going to stop. I've hugged it. Yeah. But I don't I don't know if I've gotten my, I've gotten my, my bicep prints Sometimes off. I put my balls on the toilet tank and piss. Uh, see, if you would have said that, maybe we can get some ball prints off of yeah. this. Um, some DNA. But he said that he was expecting to get some fingerprints off the tank. Yeah. That is a, I think that's. It's a beautiful line by it's Joe Esterhaus. Sign of a good cop. Mm-hmm. You, you can't you, rule you, anything. Do you remember? Do you remember his other his uh, his other uh, real deep cut when they when he sees the body? This is rage. That's what he says. Yeah. This is rage because the body is disfigured. It's like, really it's not one of those friendly killings. <laughs> this is rage. Um, what about, so there's a scene when everybody's worked over the crime scene. Crusoe gets there Except late. Except for one, one section. Yeah. And, the uh, best. <laughs> and he's like, before we go, let me let me look at these little precious little uh, let jewelry me, boxes. Let me see if, perchance, he's a pubic hair collector. <laughs> now, when they opened those, I hadn't seen this movie for, for 20 years or more. Um when they open the, so they have these little like I don't know what would you call them I'm sure they're called some charms lockets some little tiny cute boxes cameos yeah I'll just say that um, when he opened it what were you expecting <laughs> expecting a big pile of pubic hair <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're expecting to see and then the camera zooms in here's a scary thing I think that's actually Chaz Palminteri's pubic hair <laughs> I don't think they faked it I think that's his real noise so we are supposed to we are supposed to um we, we, Nick and I both purchased the, or Nick actually purchased for me the director's cut of this movie on iTunes. It's not the director's cut. No. It's the theatrical cut. They lied to us. But I had heard in the director's cut, Crusoe then sniffs each. Yeah. And does that kind of like yeah. wafting with Let's his hand it, motion like he's like yeah. sniffing like a pyroma. Let it wash over him. Like a pyroma? Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, yeah. and then he says, this one's from Thursday. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of them. So this guy collects uh, pubic hair, yeah, and he puts them in little boxes. Um, Not the best line with pubic hair ever to film, though. I was surprised to find myself cr- uh, very emotional and crying at that scene. <laughs> yeah. Just well, I mean, I was wondering how does he take it? <clears throat> a fistful, just a yank, mm-hmm. a mutual shaving. Dude, it's important to these know. These are questions that are answered in the director's cut. Oh shit! So what I thought was a nice Easter egg, um, specifically for our podcast, somehow. Is he opened one of the boxes and it was Oscar Isaac's bone in there? It is really cool. Yeah, it's nice of them, right? We'll yeah, th- we'll throw forward. Yeah, I mean, plus Oscar Isaac was in his you know late teens. <laughs> best best pubic hair line in a film? Do you know? It's also from a film of that era. I think it was late nineties uh-uh. or early nineties. Ricochet. Okay. Denzel, John Lithgow. Mm-hmm. Lithgow's about to be released from prison. He's a he's a he's a he's a serial killer, okay, uh, and uh, or maybe he escapes from prison. But either way, he's about to leave prison, mm-hmm. uh, but they don't know that. That's right, he does escape, and and the and the uh, guard says, "Did you remember to floss?" 
And Lithgow goes, yes, with your wife's pubic hair. That's his big line. It's pretty good. It's the most awkward shit. What movie is this? Ricochet. Ricochet. Great movie. Have you seen it? Yeah. I love it. Is it? Denzel, Lithgow. Who directed it? It's not the virtuosity Russell Mulcahy. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's not a great movie. It's a blast. You like it? Blast. It's a blast. Um, but not as much a blast as this. He Crusoe has like a a line in this that I think you know later Crusoe David Crusoe who is an underrated actor I will just say uh-huh. I do like him and stuff. Uh, what are some of your favorite Crusoe performances? Besides Kiss this? of Death, amazing, Proof of Life. Very good in that. He kind of plays a good heavy. Mad Dog and Glory, he was good in that. Uh-huh. Tough guy. Okay. Um, you know, apparently he was a very difficult actor to work for with. Mm-hmm. Left a, a, a very viable TV career for a movie career that faltered and everybody made fun of him. Anyway. Robinson Crusoe. Then okay. later resurrected himself on CSI Miami. Uh-huh. But he would have lines like this. I thought maybe this is, he says either, he looked at the pubic hair, he says either he collected pubic hair or he was auditioning for a Clairol ad. And that was like, that's kind of one of his like CSI Miami zingers. Yeah. A little early. May have ad-libbed that shit. You think? Yeah. What's it like in the director's cut? (laughs) Puts the sunglasses on. Um, (laughs) On the hair? On on the pubic hair. Um, All right, what do you think, what do you think of, there's a scene a little bit later when he goes to talk to, um, he goes to, I guess he goes to like Chinatown or something, somewhere. Wow, you're jumping. Well, not really. That's my next note. They're playing live Mahjong. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. What'd you think of that? I've never seen that. I've, I've yeah. played Mahjong on the computer, but that was cool looking. That's it. It's like, yeah. It's, Shuffling yeah. Out of those well, tiles you're not up. Asian. If you, it's, it's a rite of passage for them folks. But what a waste of Victor Wong. Yeah, I know. Not one English word comes out of that guy's fucking face. Uh-uh. He's only in it for a little bit, but it's nice to see him. One of several deads in this movie. He's, he's since passed away? There's a handful of deads in this movie. Okay, so you got V. Wong. Yeah. Krenna. Mm-hmm. No longer among us. Mm. You got... Ken King. You got Bobby Bass. I don't know that. He played the assistant district attorney. You got Ken King. And you got uh, um, Angie Everhart's career. All dead. And David Crusoe's career. No, and no, Linda he's F- killing it. And Linda Fiorentino's career. She deserves it. She's and Chaz Palminteri's career. <laughs> she does not deserve it. She does deserve she it. She was in... She's had so much... She's, no, no, she no, no, is no, no. awful in Dogma. She is worse in Men in Black. Is she bad in Men in Black? She's awful. There's no way she's bad. Because that movie's not great. She's awful. She can't stick out. She's dog shit. Dog. I, 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 I can't agree with you. I bet she... I, although I couldn't remember that she was in it. Anyway, she's, she has awful plastic surgery now. But she's 60. Don't have the surgery. Just be a person and age like a human. How how do you know she's a plastic surgeon? I haven't seen a picture her of her face. Really. Yeah, she might gained a little weight. You know I what know. I'm saying? Her, her lips may have distorted. It doesn't matter. She was in a lot of good stuff, and she was great she was in a in lot of good a stuff. A handful of things. She's in more than Caruso. She's not as good as Caruso. I don't know about that. I'd say she's on par or better. Two two authentic Italian actors. Think they hooked up? Let's zoom in. <laughs> I hope not. Um, wonder if his carpets match. That got stuff. Um, can I just make an aside? Movies were better before cell phones. You think so? I think so. 
I think movies were better before technology took took over. Are you saying this because you're older? No, I'm just saying because like I like the there's a scene where Caruso's at a party and then mm. and he has to take a phone call and it's in another room and it yeah it allows time to pass a little bit more naturally. I, th- I just think everything is so immediate now and we're so accessible. I, I think movies like this suffer right. to some extent. Plus, there's such a, there's a trail of everything that happens. So I mean, great for the crime fighters of the real world. But cinematically, this is how it's this is how it's supposed to be. I think so. Yeah, in my opinion, which is all that matters. <laughs> they probably said that way back in the day before there was phones. It's like, yeah, man, I had to get on a horse just were... to fucking go tell Joey I want to fuck him. <laughs> it's not realistic. Writing plays. <laughs> um, how about that racquetball scene? That's good. They look like they're really playing. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. They in look like they're really giving their all. It's one of the worst racquetball scenes. They, I think that the the way they get past it is they're instantly doubled over and out of breath. Yeah, that was yeah, after apparent. they hit the ball. Yeah. Um, but the, the the goal of racquetball is to win. That was it. That's another thing. Is racquetball was a very popular sport and a great sport in the eighties, right? It's still great. It's not as it was a huge fad. Like in the Americans, you watch the show. It's not a fucking fad, man. Oh please. Who's Every playing? health club either has racquetball. I'm not saying they didn't, but people would go out and play racquetball. You know, your like dad would go out and play racquetball. It doesn't. We're not playing racquetball. I had. I had. I you chose, would play racquetball. I played racquetball for a long time, and I still play racquetball when I can. In the 80s, in the 90s, in yeah. 2000s. In this, when this, movie I chose was shot. my apartment, my first apartment after moving out of the house because we had a racquetball court. How's that working lately? You've been in the racquetball court at all? No, because I'm not a member at the club anymore. I'm just saying. I was a member at Lifetime. They went. They switched to squash. No one's talking about racquetball these days. Racquetball, but you get a membership at Crunch. Where else they play? They played it. And LA Fitness still got the is fucking there a racquet, racquetball. Is there a racquetball scene in Manhunter? I think there might. There's be. one in Wall Street, or is it handball? I think it's racquetball. And. I'm sure there is one in Manhunter too. We should do like a history of racquetball in films, and I bet it tapers off after the '90s. Shit. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's bad. That's oh, I, a good I take, sport. I take that back. They did play racquetball in Battle Angel. <laughs> I remember that's a huge scene in there. Okay. Well, that's all I remember from that. Don't even. That movie faded from my dick. <laughs> what do you? Th- this guy suck a dick at racquetball. Um. Do you? Here's a little trivia question. What's the name of the racquetball court there? Tom's. The Golden Bay Club. Oh, you're not joking. No. Okay. Did you, would you not know that? You're setting up a joke. No, I didn't write that I didn't shit down. set a joke up. What did you think when a young Holt McElhaney shows up? Were oh, you, it makes me so hard. Were you starstruck? I love that guy. I, were you so excited to see him? I was. What do you think about Richard Crenna in this movie? It, he's definitely playing a different character than he's ever played before. A fucking hottie. <laughs> oh, what a good looking man. <laughs> he, those profan the profanity does not come out of his mouth comfortably. No. It feels weird watching him try to curse up a government storm. He says something that's not... He says something so aw- awkward. Yeah. You you write it down? Oh, yeah. Okay, you read it, because I only paraphrased it. Something about one hairy little pussy and a thimble full of sperm. He says that. <laughs> which is one of my favorite fairy tales. <laughs> but he says it because he doesn't want to jeopardize his career on these right. photos coming out, uh, where, where he's in bed with uh, a prostitute. Um, and looking very uncomfortable in those shots, as I mentioned before. Um, there's a shot of him receiving oral... S- What's that? One hairy pussy and a thimble full of sperm. <laughs> so, uh, 
uh, thimbleful. Uh, he's under under underappreciating his load school. I mean, I'm not saying, but that's just that's an Esther house. Yeah, that's a little revealing about the author. Maybe I don't know. I mean, I mean, it even in, even in like sperm banks, they're not catching it in the thimble. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, maybe he's talking about actual sperm and not just the surrounding matter. That's very specific, Richard Crenna. <laughs> So happy you zoomed in. <laughs> you zoomed in. The original line, did you see the director's cut? One hairy little pussy and a thimble full of sperm surrounded by to- tons of pre-cum. Tons of it. <laughs> what I like about the legacy of this movie is that you can get that on a Valentine's Day card now, <laughs> which I think is... Yeah. With a with a pop-out crenna. His face coming... They actually have a... Um, uh, one of those crochet patterns with that quote for the home. Um, hang it over the mantle. All right, so then they cut. They have. There's very little nudity in this film, right? For because basic basic instinct, which is this this movie's like precursor, I guess. Esther House wrote this. Did he write? What else did he write? That showgirls erotica. Yeah, showgirls a, a big one. Basic instinct and showgirls have a lot of nudity. This one is a very. It's kind of chaste. Most of the, most of the, I guess vulgarity. No, that's not the. That's not the right word. Uh, eroticism. I don't know. It's it's, it's just the sweet talking Krenna does. <laughs> and uh, and um, but you know they 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 do have they do catch Linda Fiorentino naked in a reflection at one point. Mm-hmm. Um. I guess we could have gone on Mr. Skin. It's what? not important. I mean, that's not the kind of show we run. I, I should have. I think I know somebody that works for Mr. Skin, by the way. That's disgusting. No, it's not. It's a female, actually. It's a very nice uh, Power to the people. college chum of mine. Um, sort of. Uh, I mean, I'm going to bring it to a scene. Yeah. So there's a scene where we see Linda Fiorentino's Katrina in her element doing what she does professionally, which is speak to groups. Uh, she's a uh, yeah. She's a speaker. Yes, motivated. she has a background in psychology and shit. Yes, uh, it looks like they filmed it in the uh, waiting area in an airport. <laughs> it does. It's it's ridiculous. And seeing her doing what she does best, she sucks at it. No, she does. She's an awful. You you're bringing some weird judgment on Fiorentino. She's great in this. Her character. No, I'm I'm talking about her character. This is Esther House's fault, not hers. Mm-hmm. But. It is a boring, boring speech, poorly delivered, poorly conceived. The movie is exactly that, though. I mean, what they're doing is they're showing you the, this, uh, this career-driven professional woman, and then she's got this secret identity called Jade, I guess, where she cuts loose. I, I don't... But, but then, then she doesn't have enjoy sex. <clears throat> she's, she, it, she enjoys it only once in this movie. And she hates it several times. Well, she hates it with her husband. Her, her husband is cheating on her, and this has allowed her to, or this has forced her, I guess, in a way, uh, to explore her life outside the marriage. That's that's sort of what the movie's about. It just doesn't I think make that much sense. It. I think there's there's uh, some other shit going on with him. Chaz? Yeah. Yeah, of course there is. But I, I you know, but obviously there's a sex scene between um, 
Ch- you know, Chaz and, and Linda Fiorentino. There's also a, uh, a sex scene between David Caruso and Linda. Sort of. They don't have a sex scene. They He cock blocks himself. Yeah, but they start. They start and then too. And then Chaz gets blown. He does on the balcony. Yeah. Yeah, just like Shakespeare. Um, but I don't... I just... You know, there's so there's a scene where she's crying when they're having sex because she feels betrayed by him and his 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 dalliances outside the marriage and stuff like that. It just doesn't. There's just not a whole lot to. It's called Jade, but it should just be named after Crusoe's character because that's really you're just following him around the whole time, and usually he's driving. Usually, maybe they not, could. He's not driving well. Maybe they call it drive. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what about what do you think of the harmony pillow? Oh, I love me some harmony pillows. Do you write? And I love. About- I did write a harmony pillow, and also, but the best is the uh, the nightstand. He opened the. Uh, what's the guy's name? The old dude. Mm-hmm. It, well, the actor's name is Ken King. It's all that matters. Let's say when the dead Ken King opens up the dresser drawer, there's a. He's giant, not dead in the movie. He's dead later. Dead in real life. Okay. There's a he, there's a nice big dick in there. Yes. A nice big veiny dick, and his hand brushes against it when he's reaching for something else. It doesn't mind. He doesn't seem to even notice it. So here's the thing about this actor who is in two movies. He's great in this movie. He plays a, a detective as well, uh, a, a co-worker of... Yeah, a nice of, unorthodox performance. He's he, not generic. He gets a lot of fun lines in this. He's a fun character. Like He yeah. he, he he does a great job in this. Um, he was re- rewarded <coughs> by, by the Grim Reaper sucking him out well, of the old. world. <laughs> he's also fairly old in this movie, older. Uh, probably our age now, but he. <laughs> but here's the thing about that scene: is they go to a house where um, they're investigating this house, uh, in in I guess in the mountains somewhere. Like I don't know where. You see, can I zoom in? Mm-hmm. You see the name of the house? What? Esther. Is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice, very good zoom. But this is where um, these high class prostitutes uh, are. Are, um, I guess rendezvous with with the rich clients. I guess, and so to sum this up, the line of the film for me. Do you remember this? This is incredible. Let it rip. Is Crusoe is investigating this, the bedroom? Yeah. Opens the mini fridge. Yep. Looks in it and says, "Crystal, <laughs> Beluga, Wolfgang Puck. It's a fuck house." <laughs> It's a fuck house. Fuck house should be the name of the movie. Fuck house is by far the best. The best thing in the whole movie. The first is they show you before he he lists off the 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 items. They show a bottle of Cristal in there. Okay, they see that. It looks like Dom Perignon, to be honest. I don't know. I don't. Nice. Don't you zoom in? I don't know what that stuff is. Is it Diet Pepsi? That's why I would have recognized. Same initials. Uh. <laughs> Beluga, which I, you know, I don't know, but then that's, there's that's the second Boston Street Fighter. There's right? a, there's a, it looks like a Wolfgang Puck frozen pizzas. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like frozen meals. Yeah, um, I guess product placement. He did the math. One plus one <laughs> plus one equals fuck house. <laughs> what else could have been in there? Like if it was like a lower tier, it could have been like Heinz ketchup, Entman, Entman's uh, croissant. Hot dog buns. It's a fuck house. <laughs> what what adds what adds up what would have been there where he was like 
This can't be a fuck house. <laughs> There's no Wolfgang Puck. Yeah, I mean, shit. He's a he's a pizza shy of a fuck house. <laughs> I can't believe he's he's he says it with such seriousness. It's a fuck house. You think it's one word or two? How many takes? <laughs> he apparently he nails it. I maybe this like um, we did that movie. Uh, Body of Lies, where Crow was improvising mm-hmm. the movies he saw on the way over. Obviously, yeah. what it, maybe Crusoe did the same. Although, no, he couldn't have because they they stacked they stocked the fridge. Well, no, what, no. What Freakin may have said is, "Hey, look, open up that mini fridge and just say something interesting." And and then <laughs> and then what what happened after that is he said that he said, "Check the gate, cut, print. We're taking the rest of the day off." <laughs> is, did they open the? The drawer of dicks after that or before it? Right before, if I remember correctly. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was the fridge that tipped him off. Yeah. Yeah. The huge... <laughs> the huge... The huge... The, the food the food array trumped the, the, the camera. The delivery of that line it's, is... Inc- could you... Can, is there some way you can splice it in? Because it is... I can. He says... It, he's so resigned to it. He's like... He's like he's seen it before. Yeah. It's a fuck house. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Not another one. Yeah. It's like I'm on Airbnb all the time looking at these bitches. Um, all right. So what else? What else? Some more notes you have here. Okay. So uh, shortly thereafter, there is a foot chase with Angie Everhart. That is forever. So yeah, they they invest. They find the woman in the pictures. It's Angie Everhart, supermodel, cute um, woman, very pretty. Used to date Joe Pesci oh, for fuck. a long time. <laughs> um, for a long time. Got to work alongside Dennis Miller, though. Who was taller, you think? Her or Joe Pesci? <laughs> Just barely. Just um, barely better. But, um... Anyway. Also dated Vern Troyer. Um, <laughs> rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, so... Did he make the... He didn't make the In Memoriam, by the way. Oh, by the way, we talked about this Harmony Pillow, which is... No, I, no one made the In Memoriam at the Oscars, apparently. Mm-hmm. So we talked about the harmony pillow they discover in the fuck house, and that guy holds the harmony pillow up and he reads like the entire instructions. He reads instructions, and it takes like a minute. It's worth it. Yeah, it's worth it. Um, and then he and then he gets he just shrugs it off, puts it down like, whew. yeah, that's, that's a load. Do you think that harmony pillow, huh? It sounds like it's comfortable to me. Not not the only sex pillow in a major motion picture. Yeah, one after reading. There's a sex pill that is a major character in this movie. Well, there's also one in the stuff. <laughs> Do you remember though Clooney shows up, he brings his own sex pillow to his meetings with McDormand in that movie? I don't remember. It makes that. me laugh just thinking about it. It's so special. Um He's got a fuck pillow for Francis McDormand. Uh I had something I was gonna say. Well, I mean, we find out Andy doesn't like it in the ass. Okay, so they, so they interrogate her. After they catch her, they bring her into the interrogation scene. I like scene. how I said that, and it spurred spur a memory for you. Well, I have a note, because this, this bothered me, her delivery of this. Um, she's talking about Jade, and they're trying to figure out who Jade is. And she said, Jade, Jade must have rocked his world. But she says, Jade must have racked. Like, you know how she says it? Racked his world. Like oh, that, racked that. his world. And then they play it again later. Yeah, they play it the, on the tape. She's it's a she's bad, not she's not around to perform that line. That's a bad take. Um, and she says, "Yeah, she said I don't take it that way." She doesn't. She's not as sexually as adventurous as Jade. Um, I thought this was nice. There's a car chase. 
That, really? That's pretty good. That takes no, no, no. It's fun. No, no, no. You hate it? That's the centerpiece of the movie, and it's amazing. This is this is the right. This there's two car chases, right? No, there's yeah. one on foot. Yeah, well, there's two tra- car no, there's chases. One, there's one where there's a car without brakes, and then there's one where there's a car chase. Right. But the, there's a nine minute sequence that, that from the moment okay, Miss, no, Miss right, Everhart right. is slightly injured okay. until I see, Caruso no, no, okay. is swimming. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so no, I'm thinking of the first, not car chase, but his brakes are cut. Yeah. I thought this was interesting. His brakes get cut. He ends up in the hospital. Um, and they bring the cut brake line in the uh-huh, hospital of to visit him. Yeah. <laughs> to well, the funny thing is, is he he regains consciousness, and the guy is in mid conversation with him. Yeah, which is just holding the, the cut brake line. Yeah, and then uh, the scene ends, showing us the brake line again. Yeah, and he's like, "Do you think he brought it in to apologize? Do you think? What do you mean? Like, do you think that he brought he wanted the brake line to apologize oh, okay. to him? Because it has it's cut has like a little mouth. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Look kind of cute. Yeah. And, then the and break- if you zoom in close to it, you can hear it go, It's a fuckhouse. <laughs> now, then we come right after this. After um, I said, brings the, I, I said, after that, they cut to uh, Chaz in his, in his office and he's at a desk barefoot. I thought that was horrifying. I, I don't remember that. It's horrifying. Well, but you it, probably blocked it out. I probably have. Yeah. I hate the male, the male foot. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> By the way, we talked about this on the phone, the way that David Crusoe drives. Yeah. He has, he is violent. He is violently driving in the He's dr- Shatner-esque, I'd say. <laughs> Would you not? I, he's, I, you're, you say it like it's a bad thing. Do you think that the, the freak him was like pulling him aside and said, David? Uh, we need a little bit more effort, a little yeah. more energy. Go bigger. You don't look like you're piloting a wheelbarrow at age five. <laughs> Enough. He really does look. He's he's spinning that wheel. I mean, it's like. Well, San Francisco's no joke to drive. It's no at. joke. Yeah. And we did we mention that this is based in San Francisco? Did did the IMDb user say that? In no. The summary. I don't remember. Let's zoom in. <laughs> it's in San Francisco. So. <clears throat> um. Now, I, you, you mentioned her death. This is what leads to the car chase. Patrice she died? Jacinto. Um, we is... don't know she dies. <laughs> Did you? Oh, you didn't watch the director's cut. <laughs> so uh, she's going to meet David Caruso to give him more information. She. Um, that is a weird... It's a weird scene. Because he's sitting in the little cafe waiting, waiting for her. Getting ready, and she's walking forever through a park. Well, here's the thing that I noticed, and this is how good Friedkin is, okay? So she's walking through this park, and these guy, these people in the park are doing Tai Chi. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're doing the... I'm, I'm familiar with this, the activity. Um, and I know this is how smart Friedkin is, okay? So she gets run over. She gets, she gets she gets scraped. Okay. Uh-huh. So she walks past these guys doing Tai Chi. She gets run over, killed. What kills her? Tires. You know what I'm saying? Tai Chi. Oh. That's how good Friedkin is. Um, okay, first of all, you, you're saying she gets killed. And she looks wheel dead. <laughs> <laughs> you say she gets killed. There's That's inconclusive. And 
I like how she gets thrown a hundred miles away, and then she's in the middle of the street instantly, and the car runs over her again. And Caruso, just as he's irritated, he's not happy about it. She gets her head crunched. Am I wrong? I don't think so. She gets, yeah. She's fine. So he's mad because he was supposed to meet her for coffee. Yeah, she was. And now she's dead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's stupid. a slap in the face. Now he's meeting her for coffin. Um. So then he then he chases somebody, um, with a cra- he has a straps his crazy face on and and begins begins the pursuit. It's at least eight or nine minutes. Yeah. Well, Friedkin pers- thinks it's an amazing chase. It is. And it's it goes. My, it's my favorite part of the movie. It goes through a parade, and so both cars are. Yeah, it goes through a parade towards its end, and it's, the, that's a pretty neat scene. It's it's a little too close to home nowadays with all the people that are getting run over. Yeah, and it shit. Is. yeah, but it's still it was like, it, it, and it takes all the air out. Of, like it's just really it's a really kinetic, energetic. Uh, oh, that rhymes. Uh, chasing where they're jumping yeah. over the hills and all that shit, and then it goes to a dead stop where they're creeping slowly through a Chinatown in a parade. And, right, and so and then all the air is sucked out of the chase scene for a little bit, but then they start running over people and everybody gets. And Crusoe, you again. think Crusoe could get out of the car and just run up on them? He, he tries. He thinks about it a couple. He times. does. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, but it ends with the chase ends with a Mission Impossible nod. Yep. Well, a pre nod. Well, a pre nod, where Crusoe's on the docks looking kind of. He lost the car. Yep. He's looking in these dark garages or hangars or whatever, and and then all of a sudden. One comes out and hits him, broadsides him, knocks him into the bay. Yeah. Ooh. Did you hear? Did you catch the term uh, "penile amnesia" in this movie? I didn't. I did catch the term uh, "clitorifics." Oh wow! Yeah, that's what product. I guess that's a product. I don't know it. Uh, yeah. What's penile amnesia? So there's a scene where another man is injured, and they mm-hmm. go to the scene of the crime. Mm-hmm. Another one of the connections has been his his face has been smashed in. Okay. And Caruso arrives, and uh, Donna Dixon says that half the people are either killed or they suffer from penile amnesia. Is this the guy that got harpooned in the face? Yeah. yeah and yeah. then like, there's a guy... The neighbor of the fuckhouse. That's who that yeah, is. I mean, yeah. yeah, of course. neighbor. That's yeah. his name. Um, and then there's this fucking guy with a bad accent who says, Watch it. Watch out. You almost stepped in the murder weapon. That's obviously what was used in this crime. It was like a, such an awkward... He bit says of, the whole line like yeah, that? it's really awkward. Yeah. It's awkward? Um, Does... Do you, do you know if Caruso goes to open that guy's fridge? No. It's a shame. Yeah. Um, there's a line after he gets... Okay, so going back to that car chase and he gets knocked in the water. Um, you talking about it's a, like a line. So he gets knocked in the water and there's some dock workers and the one of the dock workers says to him, I think he comes up and says, you know, from like gets out, comes up to the surface and somebody says, man, you fucked up. Do you remember that? Vaguely. <laughs> it's an embarrassing end to that car chase. Not only did you get knocked into the water, but then somebody commented on it. Was, your performance. It was Lawrence Olivier's last role. <laughs> um, and then it gets kind of generic from there on. It does, yeah. Becomes more of a. Oh, there's a perfect Carissa line. Let's hear it. So, that car that they later find it in the woods, the car that's been Carissa's been chasing. Mm hmm. Or you know was chasing and they got knocked in the water. They laid it. Somebody finds it, and Crusoe goes and it, you know sees it and it's this kind of beat up, smashed up car. And he says to his uh, Petey, "That's who Ken okay, King plays." Yeah, he yeah. says, "This is the car, Petey. This is the car." That's what he says. Like he's news, like, fucking flash. I know. Crusoe. 
Newsflash. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. Oh, the do- the College A's Caruso picks. Oh yeah, him when and they- uh, oh those are his. Uh, those are legendary. I think he's in a college sweatshirt. Oh yeah. <laughs> Not Photoshop. <laughs> no. You know that's that's Weta's first. That was their first <laughs> thing that they ever. So did. they were called Drya. And one of my notes was, who do you think was more trouble on set, Caruso or Fiorentino? Caruso or Chaz? Um, Chaz is a dog shit looking guy. There's a there's a scene in this. I don't like Chaz Palminteri at all. Uh, you don't like him. I don't. There's a scene in this where he's okay in this though. They have a, they're having there's a sex scene I guess between him and Fiorentino I think. There's two. And he's the made the second one, and he's making out with her stomach. Yeah, it happens. Straight up, just nuzzling yeah. on her belly. Yeah, and um, like he's like bringing his real like. You think he's like bringing his own? Yeah, is that oh, where yeah. he's bringing himself into the performance a little bit? Absolutely, like stomachs. Yeah, yeah, that's his thing. Likes the middle part. Mm-hmm. The midriff. Yeah. Does that bother you? I don't you think comfortable. I think when you're doing that, then you can officially take off the moniker "fuckhouse." <laughs> this is the this is the stomach kissy picky house, maybe or something. Yeah. There's no beluga in that fridge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Feel me? I don't get any more notes. No, I mean, I'm surprised you never called him Smash Palmetary at any point. I, I stopped taking notes when the harpoon in the eye happened. I stopped taking notes because it becomes a procedural, and you know you get you get the fight. You know Michael Bean and and uh, we didn't old barely McElhaney. we barely talked about Michael Bean in this. He at doesn't all. have a, he's kind of a generic character in it, but I love looking at him, and I love seeing him and Caruso together for some reason. Yeah, this is neat. Bean's a he was he was good for a while there. He uh, it's filmed around the same time as Tombstone, I imagine. Yeah, sure. Had the mustache and tombstone too. Am I right? Sure. Can't remember. Same mustache. Maybe. What happens, I guess, at the end is there's people working for Krenna that are. I trying don't fully to, understand what the hell is going well, on. Well, they there's people working for Krenna that are trying to, they're trying to get any evidence of the sex photos, and they're going to pin it on the murderer. Like so, Beans got the hatchet, and they kill a maid in Chaz's that house. That lady did not need to die. No. But they killed her with the hatchet, so what they're doing is they're trying to connect it to their original crime, which they didn't commit. And who committed that was old Chaz Palminteri, because they that guy had um, explicit photos of Jade. Yeah. It doesn't... It's, like, too much. Well, uh, you know, and one of the... Th- zooming in. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Esther House's script was heavily doctored by Friedkin. It, apparently, and he hate and Esther House was pissed. So it's Esther House's least favorite of his movies, and it's Friedkin's most favorite of his movies. Well, I don't know if it's most favorite. He, he says just... it's his favorite of his own films. Are you serious? It can't be. It is. Even that. more than Blue Chips. <laughs> Friedkin, has, he made The Exorcist. Thank you. Live and die in L.A. Freakin' oh. Friday. <laughs> let me, and he made Bug. Did he not? That's Frankenheimer, I think. No, I think it's Friedkin. But I mean, that's no, Frankenheimer's dead by then. I think that's more. That's worth watching more than Jade, Bug. Well, that's not even no. If you mix them up, you get Ashley Jade. Pretty good, right? That's a zoom in. Rate my zoom in. Let's see. 
<sighs> Killer Joe. Good. Still working. Freaking. Not really. I, his audio book. I read his or listened to his audio book. He had that documentary good. about like a real exorcism that came out pretty recently. Yeah, but he also his his autobiography is actually pretty badass. The Hunted. That was an awful. That was we know what that was on Chad. A movie microscope. Was it really? Yep. Rules of engagement. Dog blue chips. China. Oh well, he did the Guardian, which is one of my favorite. Oh, I love the Guardian. The we'll, we'll do that on here at some point. Rampage. Charlie with, Sheen with Michael Bean. Or is that Judd Nelson? That's. That's got to be Charlie Sheen, Michael Bean. Is Bean in that? Yeah. Well, who else is in it then? Doesn't matter. It's a serial killer thing. Why did I think of Judd Nelson? Is he in like the sequel or something? He's in From the Hip. Don't even. (laughs) Um, Live and Die in L.A., which is a classic. Uh Uh-huh. Deal of the Century, which is an HBO movie. So watch that all the time. And Sigourney? Maybe. Cruising. Brinks Job, Sorcerer, a lot of people like that. Sorcerer's good. Exorcist. French Connection. He likes this better than French Connection. Obviously. Um, yeah. That guy's made a lot of good movies. He shouldn't like this more than those. <laughs> he shouldn't. Well, I love... I, I kind of... I mean, I'm happy to have this movie. I think it's kind of a fun little movie. It's it's fun, but it doesn't make a lot of sense. It and doesn't, I, but Caruso. It brings me back some... I love Caruso. Like, he's always good. You know what Caruso... Caruso is... Bernthal. Bernthal's sort of the second coming of Caruso in a way. His acting style. But Bernthal actually has... Uh, the scene where Crusoe attacks Michael Bean in the in the forensic room. Yeah. The way that he, you know, he does it, the, the, the no eye contact thing. It's so oh, like funny it's, how he does it. He, like he sort of does a rope a dope where he's act. Yeah. He's coming towards, him, but he's looking away, and then he comes after him, and he he tries to be so tough. Throws him against the drawers. The little redhead tries to be so tough. He is tough though. He's tough. He's tough in all those movies we mentioned. He's really he's really tough in Proof of Life, Mad Dog and Glory. Proof of Life, kind of his last. One of his last theatrical movies, right? One of I mean, the best movies I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, we got a voicemail. You want to take it? We're done talking about Jade. I think we're done with Jade. I want to go into it a little bit more. We should, you know, what we should have done is dug a little deep. Think we could have done that? I don't think we dug any less deep than the filmmakers did. Do we think we left any pubic hair unturned? Is that so the expression? We got a voicemail. All right. How are you doing? Big fan of your show. Uh, been listening all uh, almost five months now. I don't even know when you started it, but I've been listening ever since. Uh, turned on to it by my mama. Uh, she's a she's a hardworking woman, and she loves what you guys are doing. She's a huge fan of Southern Comfort. Uh, my oh. daddy would have loved this podcast too, but he's passed now. He died. He died about six years ago. He worked with his hands a lot. You know, good salt of the earth kind of dude. Got doing what he loved, hitting on my mama. Uh, she took him out of the mix, so one night he's wailing on her. She fucking hits him in the head, falls down, then she punches him. They make up, you know, it's one of those things. They get into a row. Why don't they call it a row? Anyway, they get into a row. He apologizes. But, you know, one thing leads to another. She comes back out. He, he finds something she done wrong. He fucking pounded her again. <laughs> but she takes a hammer. She hits him in the eye with it. And then she hits him in the other eye. She's got fucking accuracy. 
knocked both eyes clean and uh, he died though. She got his fucking 12 and shot him from across the room. Somehow got it back in both eye holes. That woman got precision when it comes to eyes. Shot my daddy's eyes right the hell out. <laughs> he died, but you know, he would have loved the show. <laughs> uh, so I just want to talk about it. But, uh, why I'm calling is, uh, uh, I saw that you guys always looking for a guest and by golly, uh, uh, I heard some of your guests on there and they're good and all, but they ain't me. I seen a few movies myself last night, by this week. I bought that box set. I got, I got, it was, I think it was a World War Z, uh, box where, uh, they had, I don't know, the Red Violin. <laughs> and, uh, I think it had, I think it had Escape from Sober Door. <laughs> Some other shit. Anyway, you can give me anything, I'll fucking kill with it. Now, I'm not in your state, so I'd probably have to do it over the phone or maybe fly me in, but I think you'd be interested in seeing me. Uh, can't bring my mama, though. She's got to stay home and take care of both farm animals. I love you guys. Well, I guess that's it. First of all, that's. I love that when people call in to our show. Yeah. Um, uh, it's very nice that they would take the time to do that. Um, did the guy leave a name? I didn't catch a name. Because he said he wanted to be a guest. I thought that would have been a good idea to leave, leave a name. If we if he did leave a name and if we do get his contact details, I'm up for it. I'll, I'll fly him in. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you got plenty of resources. It's <laughs> a weird box set. <laughs> I, got, I got that box set. <laughs> New box set. What's weird about it? That head just has three movies? Just the <clears throat> red, I mean, Red Violin and Escape from Soberbore or whatever. Almost identical. <laughs> and World War Z. Yeah. Which one do you think he... he, he, he wa- well, I think the cover out was based around Red Violin. Do you think that... Um, well, same directors. Same yeah. director. Yeah. But do you think... which? That's a tough choice. Which one do you watch first? You know, what mood? Red Violin. Yeah, Always. Definitely. <laughs> Who is in the red violin? Is Sam Jackson? In yeah, the I think so. It's a, is it one of those like kind of uh, pass around the same violin to different characters type movies? I think so. Yeah, that's a yeah. Check that one. I was uh, I was uh, mm-hmm. I was watching this documentary about the rarest things that happen in the world, and they showed like um, you know comets and all that, and they showed there's like a moment like there's a when they have. Um, or the, the, the some of the geothermal vents or whatever, there's like this occurrence that happens so rarely that entire species of life gets wiped out. And they had the they had a, a the last episode was when he said no to a project. Sam Jackson, <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? His, he, he's in Sphere. I just watched that. He's in that shit. Does he make it? Yes. Weird. It's a weird fucking movie. Uh, but so no, uh, I don't have anything more to say about Jade. I just kind of like it. It's kind of like it's a gritty. I don't little understand why you like it so much because I, I do like Caruso. It's, I like that genre. Yeah, but it's not a good. It's not a well done written movie. It's not movie. smart. It doesn't make any sense. It's not smart. And it sidelines but it's, its main character pretty much, which is, you think the main. I don't character care. Is Jade. I don't care about that. I don't care about that. I mean, Sharon Stone gets more to do in Basic Instinct. Yes, yeah, she does. It's, uh, yeah, and the character's real. What's her character? Catherine name? Uh, Trammell. Trammell. Yeah. Yeah. Iconic. Yeah. Did you ever see that Basic Instinct 2? Yeah. What'd you think? 
better. <laughs> <laughs> Who directed it? Oh, God. Jeremiah Chechik? Are you kidding? I think so. And then who wrote Why it? Why do I know that? Did 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 uh did Esther House did he write it? I doubt. Did Sharon Stone write it? I think Stallone's uh, Stallone. Uh, Michael Douglas's character's name was Nick because I think it was one of the first films I took uh, my wife to see. We both remember when Basic Instinct came out and everybody was so mad that he was bare assed through a lot of the movie. They complained. Super hot. I didn't complain. Um, I hope I'm wrong about the director. You're not. I that's, don't. I don't want to know. There's no way you're wrong because I. That's uh, that's too specific to be wrong. I'm, I was wrong. Thank you. You were wrong. Thank you. Michael Caton Jones, another generic. Who's Jeremiah Chesick then? Or Jeremy Chesick, whatever you said his name. Jeremiah Chesick or whatever. Uh, he he directs shit movies as well. Caton Jones actually directed some pretty good movies. So Chesick. Uh, he's done some. He's done a lot of TV lately, but he's known for being boring as fuck. He did Christmas Vacation, which is not good. I can see why you think he. Benny and June, which you name dropped on a previous episode, mm-hmm. Diabolique. That's why, because that's the Sharon Stone movie. Oh, okay. That's what he directed. It's a remake, right? Yeah. He did the Avengers. Oh yeah, that's his name. Okay. Actually, he they had an interview with him recently. He seemed like a nice guy. He's an American director, right? I don't fucking know. Why do I care? He's from Canada. Um, Benny and June that that was a that was a harbinger that movie that 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 helped further Johnny Depp's generic shit. No, it didn't. That was whenever he was heralded. Um, they loved Mary Depp. Mary Stuart Masterson. Yep. What's she doing? <sighs> she was on TV for a while. I don't know. I think she, she acts a little bit. She used to be something else. I liked her and stuff. She's still around. She never could decide on her name. It's a lot of name for just one person. She was on Blind Spot. Yeah? Yeah. She's in some pretty big movies coming out. Daniel isn't real and Sid is dead. So I'm looking forward to both of them. <laughs> well, she's still working. Yeah. Unlike Linda Fiorentino and David Caruso. Caruso is he banked it he's fucking laying low I'm gonna say this Caruso should still be working I know he's a pain in the ass we didn't did we mention session 9 I don't I don't mean to spoil season 4 of True Detective (gasps) can you imagine if they got Caruso well, I know what would happen everybody would be mad because they think he's not good or something he's a joke but he's not they'd be afraid of course They'd be afraid of the even-numbered True Detectives curse. Oh, yeah. You're not kidding. He hasn't acted in a dick's age. He hasn't acted since CSI Miami. And his name was insane on CSI Miami. It was like Horatio something. Horatio Horatio Kane. Horatio Kane. They're not kidding around when they name detectives on TV. You know? What are some other ones? Like it's like. Uh, By the way, Mark was, Harmon's got a really strange name too. Oh, he's got a dumbass name on that dumbass show. We used to know it. It's like Birth Broad Birth. Isn't it like Sergeant per- Mac Presidio? That's what it was. <laughs> Mark Harmon. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Well, think it's got a J in it. 
It's a dumbass name. He's got a stupid pa- name. Patrice Jacinto. Did I get it? He's, he's got such a stupid name. Leroy Jethro Gibbs. Jethro. Jethro Gibbs. You know what's funny, though, is we were talking about... Remember we always go through Stallone's like resume and talk about all the great names he yeah, had? Yeah. I, I just watched Cobra today, Marion Cobretti. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? If he had this character name, it would be in his top two Stallone names. Fucked up, hilarious names. Huh. Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> Pussy and a thimble full of sperm.